The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. The Ohio Department of Health says COVID dashboard shows 13 children have died of the virus, while the CDC says the tally is in the hundreds nationwide. ONN's Karina Nova has this report. Children under the age of 18 make up 22% of the population, but the latest figures show they account for nearly 27% of all new weekly cases. And now the CDC says COVID-19 has killed about 600 children in the country. There are multiple FDA committee meetings planned, including two next week. Topics that they're going to discuss include considering the Pfizer vaccine for 5 to 11-year-old children and boosters for the Moderna and J&J shots. I'm Karina. Here locally, numerous new COVID-19 cases continue to be reported in Jackson County, along with new deaths. In its most recent report, the Jackson County Health Department reported 216 new cases in the one-week period covering Monday the 27th through Sunday, October 3rd. This was up slightly from the 214 new cases reported in the previous week. There were also four new COVID-19-related deaths in Jackson County during the most recent week. Latest news cases bring the grand total of COVID-19 cases in Jackson County to just under 4,200. And due to a COVID-19 outbreak, the Wilson City Building will once again be closed to the public. Utility customers are urged to pay online or use the drop boxes. For the water department, you can call 384-2040. Schedule an appointment or for general information, call 384-2720. City officials appreciate your patience and understanding in this matter. The Vinton County Health Department will be holding a Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson vaccine clinic at the Vinton County High School football game this Friday night from 5.30 until dark. The health department wishes to remind the public that the Pfizer vaccine is approved for anyone age 12 and older. In other news today, another top flight slate of honorees will be saluted at the annual Jackson Area Chamber of Commerce Appreciation Banquet later this month. The event will be held at Park's Edge Events Center on Main Street on Thursday, October 21st, with the banquet beginning at 6.30 and the social hour commencing at 5.30. Tickets are available by contacting Tricia Humphrey at the Hubbard Daniels Accounting Office at 286-4696 or by email at tricia at cpahubbard.com. Tickets are $40, can be obtained online. Business of the Year this year is Belicio Foods. Entrepreneur of the Year is The Treatery on Jackson. Community Pride Award will be given to the Jackson Area Festivals and Events Association. Legacy Award will be presented to Call Auto Sales, and there will be four entities that will receive beautification awards, Hubbard Daniels Accounting, Parks Edge Events Center, the Jackson County Banking Center, and the Edward Jones location in downtown Jackson. The Jackson County Heart Support Group conducted its 21st annual Harvest for a Heart Dinner on Monday the 27th at the Family Life Center of the Christ United Methodist Church in Jackson for the organization's mission in aiding local citizens suffering from heart and cancer-related illnesses. The event included a sit-down catered dinner and a large live auction, matchbox raffle, and split-the-pot drawing. Thanks to the generosity of those who attended, approximately $4,500 was raised at the dinner and auction. All the money raised by the Jackson County Heart Support Group stays local. The Columbus Zoo and Aquarium has lost its accreditation and concerns about its acquisition of animals and inappropriate business practices. Here's more from ONN's Daniel Warnett. The Columbus Dispatch reports the Association of Zoos and Aquariums expressed concern about inappropriate financial management issues by former leadership, but said the zoo's repeated animal transfers with non-AZA members to supply baby animals for entertainment purposes are more substantial and concerning. The documentary The Conservation Game raised questions about the way celebrity conservationists, including Jack Hanna, acquire exotic animals. The zoo plans to appeal the decision. Daniel Barnett. ONN News. 
Officials with the city of Wellston were recently informed that their application for funding through the Ohio Department of Transportation's Small Cities Grant Program has been approved for over $600,000. That money will be used to form a complete makeover for Ohio Avenue and the city's historic downtown area. ODOT is now working with the city to secure the rest of the needed funding for this project via other grants under the agency's control. Once the funding is secured, Ohio Avenue and downtown Wellston from A Street to 2nd Street will will be widened and repaved, as well as there will be installation of new sidewalks, period lighting, and new water and sewer lines. The Village of Colton's sanitary installation project is set to commence possibly as early as November. When the process begins, crews from Southern Ohio Trenching and Excavating will be digging up yards to pump and crush existing septic tanks. They will then hook up the home or businesses to the sewer pipes. First phases are phases one and three. Mayor Kim Milliken says they're closing in on getting phase two to the bidding stage. Overall, the project will cost $6.8 million, and the village will have to pay back $800,000 over a 30-year period. The next meeting of Colton Village Council is set for Monday the 18th at 6 p.m. In sports, Benton County High School's athletes who advanced to state-level competitions last school year in their respective sports were presented championship rings in a pregame ceremony held just before the varsity football game between the Vikings and Warren Local last Friday. The rings were purchased by the Benton County Athletic Boosters and were presented to the members of the Benton County Lady Vikings state runner-up basketball team along with the state track meet qualifier Elijah Williams, who competed in the long jump. The third honoree was Olivia Mayers, who advanced to the state cross-country meet. An exhibit featuring the works of local artist Bob Eisnagel is set to begin today at 7 p.m. at the Marquette Cultural Arts Center in downtown Jackson. The exhibit will run through the end of October and will feature roughly 65 of Eisnagel's pieces, which he created using various mediums. He spent his life in Jackson, graduating from Jackson High School and receiving his Bachelor of Fine Arts degree in education from Ohio University and his master's degree in classroom teaching with an emphasis on multiple intelligences from the University of Rio Grande. He likely is best known locally for his roughly quarter of a century of teaching in Jackson City Schools, as well as his business, Eisenhower Custom Picture Framing, which he still owns and operates on Huron Street in Jackson. This weekend, the Jackson County Colors of Fall Outdoor Pursuits in Stockroom 601 will be hosting a scenic bike ride around southeastern Ohio. On Saturday the 9th, starting at 8 a.m. from Stockroom 601, the tour across Jackson County will go through the back roads of the area where riders will witness the fall colors of the Appalachian Hills and Amish communities within the area. Additionally, the cycling group may travel through Buckeye Furnace. Mileage may vary depending on the selected option. One option will be 65 miles, another will be 25 miles. For more information, check out the Jackson County Colors of Fall Bike Ride Facebook event page. Jackson Elks Lodge number 466 recently donated $3,500 in Elks National Foundation Beacon Grants to Transforming Lives Through Christ Ministries of Wellston. The grant will be used to support TLC's many charitable activities and events. In the future, TLC Ministries will host a Gleaning Field Food Pantry Day, a Senior Commodities Day, and a Community Dinner in both November and December. They're also doing an after-school snack program for local area schools and a backpack program for kids in the community. Finally, the Southern Ohio Council of Governments will hold their next board meeting on Thursday at 10 a.m. at the Southern Ohio Council of Governments office in Chillicothe. Board meetings are usually held the first Thursday of the month. For more information, you can call 775-5030. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.